Welcome to the Backbox Pinball Podcast, a podcast for lady pinballers and their friends. Each week, we will sit down with a guest and chat about news and events related to women in the sport and hobby of pinball. Now here's your host, Lauren Gray. Welcome back, everybody, to the Backbox Pinball Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Gray. And I'm super excited. So this is episode 32, I think. And for the first time, I have legit pinball creators, industry people on the show. Not to say that nobody else wasn't legit. I'm not saying that, y'all. But I have some amazing ladies on today. They come from a family of pinball. I have the awesomest, awesome, awesome Morgan and Katie Emery from Spooky Pinball. Yay! <laughs> and they're joined by their their lovely dog. So I I had to kick Delilah out because Delilah does that. She barks like the whole time. As soon as I start talking, Delilah starts barking. I'm like, oh, I love you so much, but you can't be in here when you record. <laughs> That's adorable. That's adorable. I wish I could say Delilah like barks, but she just barks for any old reason. <laughs> Oh my goodness, you guys, thank you so much for taking time out of your evening to to come and record this with me and to be on the show. I'm super excited. I'm a huge fan of everything spooky. Um, I just, I love all the things you guys are doing. For for folks who may not know you, and we'll go ahead and start with you, Katie. Um, how did you get into pinball? What's your story? Um, how you started and where you're at today? I used to play pinball as a kid when my parents and I would travel. They'd usually give me a handful of quarters and send me off to, to the, uh, usually the arcade inside the hotel and just, here, go entertain yourself for a while. So I used to play it a lot when I was a kid. And then probably when you were, um, how old were you, Morgan, when we got our first game? Four, I think it was my fourth birthday party. Fourth or, yeah, four or five. I think it was your fifth birthday party. Okay. Uh, we got our first game. And in, in the house to keep, and it just took off from there, basically. Oh my gosh! And, and Morgan, is that kind of how you, you know, you you were kind of born into it in a way? You know, kind of just showed oh, up one day. Oh, for sure, for sure. I, I I distinctly remember it was I think for sure my fifth birthday, and everyone came to the house, and we were downstairs, and they were like, "Whoa, what's that? Pinball machine?" And my friends had no idea what it was, none. So we're all standing around and dad starts to play a game and they're wa- they're watching the ball i think it, what was it it was a, a firepower thing. yeah firepower too and yeah. they were like whoa there's a spaceship and blah 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 and we're all standing and every single person took turns on a single flipper so there was 10 of us so we kept rotating like <laughs> flipper side to flipper side <laughs> for like three hours <laughs> your first split split yeah, exactly. <laughs> even when i introduced it wasn't normal shocker nothing <laughs> about this is normal <laughs> that's awesome i love that i, I love that's something i love about spooky for our listeners who, who aren't aware this is a family-owned pinball company and and family is a part of everything they do it, it's it's really kind of um who they are and, and everything i i've heard about spooky um, it just, it just warms my heart. Cause I just, I see all the love that you guys have and you put into your product and that you guys kind of, you know, beam out to, to pinball landia. So, um, I, 
I think I think that's so great. So we'll we'll jump into some pinball news, and then we're going to talk more about Spooky later on. Um, so pinball news, uh, the first big thing that came out was color DMD. So you guys know that fancy upgrade you can put in those uh, older DMDs from Bally Williams. You can now get every single machine with a color DMD. And the last one to come out was NBA Fast Break. And I, for the most part, like color DMDs. Um, I feel like it... If I can't have an LCD screen, I'm like, I'll take my color DMD. <laughs> um, um, do you guys have any color DMD add-ons for your machines at yeah. home? You, the non-spooky yep, ones, of course. We have one. Um, <laughs> it's uh, in Godzilla, not the not the one that we made, but the knockoff one, as Dad calls it. <laughs> Matthew Broderick version yeah. of Godzilla. But yeah, that's the only one that we have. But uh, I bet now that they're out, that Dad's going to pick up a couple. Yeah, the actual designer of that particular DMD, the engineer for it, is Eric Kripke, and he is the one that's doing the code work for Rick and Morty for us. So he See, pretty much told the told Charlie, "I'm doing Godzilla, <laughs> and I'm doing it for you and for Terry at Pinball Life. So you better buy him." So we did. <laughs> Oh, well, it's it's good to know people. I love the color DMD look. Um, I think it just elevates a game. You know, it doesn't. There there are times where you know when you have some older machines from you know the nineties and they look a little dated. I just played a tricked out road show and it had the color DMD and it looked I it looked really good. I was like, wow, all right yeah, then. <laughs> you just mentioned one of the games I can't play. Those puppets creeping out too bad. <laughs> But um, but I'm super excited about it. I, I I'm tossing it back and forth because I have, um, as our listeners know, my uh, my Grail is my Bram Stoker's Dracula. But I feel like the red adds to it, so I don't know if I want to go color DMD. But I really like it, so I can't decide. <laughs> That's a tough decision. I don't know what you do there. Well, Dad's got one. And yeah, he hasn't it, put it in yet. Oh. So I think he's like you. He wants to keep the uh, the whole blood red thing going. Exactly. And that's where I'm kind of like, I like the blood red, but at the same time, like the color DMD does look really good. I can't, I cannot decide. I cannot decide. But for those of you who have collections um, and you, you finally were waiting for NBA jam to come out. There you go. It's done. You can get that or upgrade any of your machines. I'll put a link in the show notes um, about that one. Uh, the next big thing, and I'm super excited about this. So we've been talking about the IFPA Championship Series. Of course, the North American Championships is going to take place in Denver. And we've got a lady that is seated. I am super excited. I mentioned this like on a post on Facebook. Aviana Smith, who is out of Idaho, she's going to be on the show in a few weeks. But she is seated number 48. Um, so I'm really excited for her. Do you guys, um, Morgan, Casey, do you guys play a lot of tournament no, pinball? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, <laughs> to be flat out honest, no. <laughs> that is okay. So um, we we do tr- we try to support the the lady players um, that are you know on the competition circuit. We, we monetarily support the sh- the women's circuits. Uh, I can't even begin to think how many bells and chimes. Uh, Groups we we uh, support donate to, and of course the number one women's uh, for the IFPA is Danny Peck, who is on our podcast every month doing reviews of games. So yeah, 
Yeah, no, Danny is amazing. If you guys haven't checked out, Spooky has her own podcast. I will put a link in the show notes to that as well. It is so much fun to listen to. Um, and she, Danny is still ranked number one. She's amazing. And she's been on this show. She's, oh, she's hilarious. She makes laugh. me laugh. I love it when she shows up at shows so to hang funny. out with. Well, for one thing, she has to come over and get Sally love mm-hmm. because she has to leave her dogs back in New Zealand. So she comes over, she goes, puppy love, give me love, <laughs> and picks Sally up and walks off. Oh, my God. Oh. That, uh, yeah, no, I, I can't get over. She is just too much fun. I actually, I'm going to take a moment to say thank you. Cause when I did start the bells and chimes chapter in San Antonio, um, you know, they were like, reach out to spooky. She's super supportive. And I got the coolest box of like, I had a big bag of keychains, yep. like plastic yep. keychains. And I got a bunch of water bottles and koozies and pens and th- I made that stuff last. <laughs> I was so proud of myself. I, I literally just gave out my last water bottle. I'm still working on the keychains because it was a giant bag. But uh, but it was so nice. And you, you didn't know me from anybody. And you're like, here's a giant box of stuff. I'm like, thank you so much. I was like, it was amazing. You, you have been incredibly supportive of, of the bells and and just of, you know, just that kind of thing means a lot to kind of be able to give girls like, you know, here's a, a cool gift bag for, for playing in our tournament. They absolutely love it. And they love the keychains. The keychains are quite Wait, Why do you see what squirrels got on order now? Oh, yeah. Y'all are <gasps> oh, are, are, are you going to tell me or do I have oh, to wait yeah, to be surprised? Wait. I got to <laughs> She just ah, initiated a new ah. web store for us. So all the stuff will be on the web store. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Because I need more spooky swag. Because y'all's swag is super fun. So I, I love it. Yeah. Believe it or not, that is all in yeah. house. <laughs> yeah. They put the boo in boutique, y'all. <laughs> boo in boutique. So, yeah, no, their, their store is. I'm very excited about that now. So I, cause I need more stuff because what happens is, is that I, I can't keep anything cause I want to give it away. So we have stuff. I'm like, I really wanted this koozie y'all. So <laughs> here you go. But, but, Oh, that's so exciting. So, um, but yeah, we wanted to big uh, shout out to Aviana and she's going to be on the show the week of Valentine's day. So uh, we're excited to have her on the show. Um, as the, the only woman on the uh, North American championship series, final. So very excited about that. Um, and the next big piece of news, and we're going to lead into all things spooky, is you guys are giving away a free topper with Rick and Morty. That's amazing. So you want to know an unknown fact that we haven't told anybody yet about that? <gasps> oh my God, I have an yes, exclusive. Have I'm so excited. Okay, yes. Yes. Okay. So excited. Okay. Completely what is it? Completely mom's idea. Completely. She designed it. She talked dad into it, and here it is. She's like, we should give this away for our free thing. We haven't credited her at all for it, but that was completely her idea. Oh, Katie, I love that. I mean, toppers are expensive. The whole thing was is everybody on Penn's side was saying, they need a portal this, they need a portal that. And I was like, well, can't we do something like this and show them the, uh, the one we had made for the contract game of the Jetsons? I said that moved back and forth. Can't you like make the portal spin or I don't know, do something along those lines? And they all turned and looked at me and like, that's genius. I'm like, oh, I can't come up with some good ideas every once in a while. No, it looks amazing. So, oh my God, I did not know that you were the, the brainchild behind that. I yeah. love that. Even we put in ideas sometimes. <laughs> we not, may not play much, but we think of ideas. Yeah. <laughs> But, but you know, and then that's something I kind of want to talk about, you know, 
it, it is such a family affair at Spooky. Um, you guys are such a big part of that. Um, you know, not only with the topper idea, but other things. And um, you guys might have mentioned, I, I, I've been calling you Morgan. Do you, would you prefer Squirrel? I mean, I just, I, I didn't want to like assume that that's what oh, I'm no, I, I don't care. I respond to both. <laughs> I really don't. I really don't mind. I was She's literally been a squirrel since she was six weeks old. So. Aww. So where did you get the n- nickname Dad. from? Because I know there's right. Bug and Squirrel. Uh, so. They were both premature babies. And she was so tiny, he kept saying, she's as little as a baby squirrel. And then he just kept calling her baby squirrel. And then when Bug was born, he was so tiny. I said, he's a little Bugs. And it just stuck. Oh, that's, I love that. That's adorable. Okay, yeah, no, I'm totally calling you squirrel now. <laughs> so, I, I do not have a cool nickname, so that that's pretty awesome. Um, so, Squirrel, um, you know, I talked to you about being on the show because I, you know, and, and I and I know I've reached out and, and I've talked to Katie um, with dealing with bells. But what what is it like, kind of growing up and and seeing the kind of company come together and and being a part of all that? So the, it really took off um, my eighth grade year, and when it was just a single room building in the incubator in town, I was still involved. Like every single light harness and such harness at AMH, I did that by hand during the summer because that's what I got paid to do. It was my first real job per se, besides working for mom when she had a coffee house, but I've always been involved. So to watch it change and grow every single year, it's just, it's like watching a kid grow up. I mean, I don't have one, but... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I feel like, you know, you had, of course, you had America's Most Haunted, you had Rob Zombie's Spook Show, you had Domino's, TNA, Alice Cooper's Nightmare Castle. And now with Rick and Morty, I mean, that is such a popular license. You guys sold out in a day. I think it was four, four hours. Four hours. That's what I thought. Um, but to me, that's just epic. I mean, you guys just keep on growing and growing. And, and as I, I always think of you guys as the boutique, but it's kind of like almost to the point now where, where you guys have kind of making that next step to maybe being a little bigger than you are. Katie, uh, what do you see over the years, like the growth of, of you guys and what you've been doing? Um, do you see yourselves changing any, or do you guys kind of consider yourselves kind of small town, you know, boutique pinball? The only big change that I see, and we're trying to do it now and we want to keep going at it is we're doing more in house. Like we are making our own plastic grants. We are doing our own powder coat. We've always done our own printing, but we're doing all the majority of all of our own metal work. And it, it, we're just trying to get as much in-house as we can. So that's the biggest change right now. We've always been small town people. Yeah. The town, I was literally born in this town. Yep. It's a town of 900 people. And that is never going to leave us ever. It doesn't matter how big we get, if we expand, if we don't, it's never going to change. It's just who we are. That love comes through in everything you guys produce. I love the idea that you guys are producing more and more in-house. We're going to take a quick break because somebody just came in here. I know, Mama. Hi. Hold on. I got to put her back out. (laughs) No, Lala. You got to go out. I didn't click the door. I'm so sorry about that, you guys. (laughs) Well, Mom, I want to be on the show, too. <laughs> well, yeah, she comes up and she's like, "I'm in," and then she starts licking my hand. I'm like, "I know where this is going." All right, so let me <laughs> back out. 
I, Delilah, she just, she wants to be on the podcast all the time. Um, but I, I love that, that you guys are going to take more of that back in house though. Um, because you hear so much about people who are producing pinball machines, but realistically they're being produced somewhere else by someone else. You know, I'm not saying that there isn't quality control, but I, I feel that if you can, you know, get it all under one roof, um, I don't know. There, there, there's just something nice about knowing that all of your parts or as much as you can has been sourced, you know, there locally, you have your hands on everything. You're not waiting on somebody or expecting parts from another distributor, you know, crossing your fingers and, and hoping that they're of the same quality that you expect. <laughs> You're eating at my soul a little bit. That's my job. But <laughs> 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 That is her exact title. Is she is the supply chain manager. She went to school for that. So, oh, very nice. I I know about supply chain very well. So, um, so what's that like? You, I'm going to go to college and then I'm going to go back and be able to apply my degree. That that in and of itself, young lady, is a, a lovely thing. <laughs> but uh, but so you went to school. So you're like realizing I'm going to go get a degree in business supply chain management. And, and what do you see? How do you see yourself using your degree? And, and are there things that maybe you see on the horizon? So I went to a tech school for two years just to get basic knowledge nice. of what I needed to do my job efficiently because I knew that I was coming back here. I moved away from school for two years, but I knew that I was coming back. So I learned what I, the basic needs of what I needed to to help mom because she was, no offense, but you were struggling. <laughs> yeah. And... <laughs> not sugarcoated, but oh my goodness. <laughs> you were struggling and it needed to be fixed. So I knew that I had a job to do. I wanted to learn what I could. I have a base knowledge. Um, as of right now, I don't plan to go back and get it. I have an associate's degree right now. I don't plan to go back and get a bachelor's, but if it's something that I need to do, that's something what I need to do. I'm going to do it. I don't really particularly care. Um, I'd rather not go through school again because it kind of sucks, but... <laughs> What you guys can't see me. I'm shaking my head. Um, you know, that that's a whole nother podcast, yeah. really. But um, yeah, I think that if you can get what you need, especially for for things I have, a I have a degree in business. I have two degrees in business. And, you know, it's I, sometimes I use them. Most of the time I don't. Um, but uh, it, it definitely, you know, focusing on supply chain management. It's so important for for businesses, especially manufacturing businesses, to understand that concept. So I think that's awesome that you went to school. You're like, I'm going to get what I need and then leave. <laughs> it was really, it was really and, nice, too, the benefit of me going to school. I actually knew my professor. Like, she lived up the street from us. So when I would have help, all the projects that I would do would be for school because I was working full time. So anything that came up at work, I would just go up to her house and be like, hey, I need some help with this. How do I implement this in real life? Uh this is what we do, that kind of thing. And she would literally come out to the shop and like help me organize stuff and put stuff in place and help me with my schoolwork because she could see hands-on exactly what I was working on. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. That's so awesome. Yeah, another one of those another one of those small town parties. <laughs> I love it. I love that. I love that. So you guys, I you know, I was I was doing my spooky homework and I realized that you guys are about to hit your seven year anniversary. Yeah, next month, yep. right? Well, in a couple days, yeah. Yeah. February 1st. February 1st. Yeah. So so what do you, so seven years in, um, 
seven year itch, you know, th- things kind of change at the seven year mark. You guys just had this huge release with Rick and Morty. What do you see? And we'll, we'll start with you, Katie. Um, what do you see for the next couple of years for Spooky? What um, I know you probably can't tell me, like, you know, anything okay. like, you know, it, I mean, you, you can share if you want to. Um, but <laughs> but uh, what do you guys see, you know, coming down the pipeline for Spooky for the next couple of years? We have some really interesting licenses coming up and some unique things that will be going along with those licenses. Oh, uh, I love that. I, and so we're busy for the next year and a half. So, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So we've got Rick and Morty sold out four hours. Yep. Um, I just saw a picture today um, of a whole line of them being worked on and produced. That was a really cool picture. I'll include it in the the show notes, y'all. When do you guys expect your next title, which I I cannot get out of y'all, but when do you expect your next title to maybe to go on the line or maybe you guys are going to announce it? Uh, Announcing and going on the line are uh, a little bit different, but uh, we have a year and a half worth of work to do coming from a supply chain standpoint. I have a year and a half worth of parts that I need to get over like right now. <laughs> so uh, just, it just really depends on how well this next year and a half flows for when we announce it, to be completely honest. Like we have a lot of supply chain issues. Who knows? We we're not really known for uh, good launches. <laughs> so Don't say that. No, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm honest, but we are working to better ourselves every single day in every aspect of that. And I'm never rushing another launch again. So I don't have a definite estimate for you, but I can tell you it's going to be better than all the rest. Oh my gosh. So, so Katie, I I'm listening to squirrel and she is just such a level headed business lady. And I mean, as I'm just like, wow, like she going to be running the show pretty soon. So, (laughs) so as that's the goal, her and Bug take over so we can we can retire. <laughs> and, and that's what I was going to ask. So I mean, a, a, as parents, uh, you and Charlie, I, what what does that mean to you to be able to kind of create this thing as a family, and then be able to kind of hand it off to your kids and say, "Go have fun." Oh, that's that's game plan right there. Just he got it started. Uh, I take care of the books, and eventually, it's going to be turned over to both of them. That's that's the only. Only thing we really want to do. So. <laughs> can, can Charlie step in to say a word about his daughter? Of course, please. Uh, she actually went to trade school for supply chain management. And uh, we were kind of, you know, hoping that she would stick around and help the family and, uh, and uh, that she wouldn't run away, so to speak, from small town America <laughs> and, you know, go to the big city and, and uh, just to watch what she has done with the Fang Club. And the web store and everything else that she's done, I don't think mom and I could be any more proud of what she's, she's far exceeded anything that uh, I expected from a, a, a young lady at, at her age, especially. She's not 22 yet. <laughs> I I know that and, I would, I did not have that together at 22. So, I mean. <laughs> yeah, neither did I, not even close. So, yeah, mom and I are super impressed and extremely proud and uh, yeah, I, I, I cannot wait to see where she goes. And, and her brother's got a lot of catch up to play. <laughs> <laughs> she set the bar pretty darn high. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. No, I, and that was one of the things that it, it really struck me, you know, when I reached out to you, I'm like, 
I, I saw what your role was with, with the company and I'm like, supply chain management, she looks really young. <laughs> so, I mean, that is so amazing. I mean, to hear you kind of talk about your vision for, for where you want the company to go and, and for your folks to have so much faith in you. Um, how does that feel? I mean, I guess it's what you always want, right? You always want your parents to believe in you. And even though they're supposed to, you always want them to actually do it. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want them to feel like a commitment thing. You want them to be genuine. And it feels pretty darn genuine. (laughs) And we haven't really touched on it, but the fan club was a cool concept, or it is a cool concept. Can you tell our listeners a little more about what the fan club is exactly? Yeah, sure thing. So the fan club is um, an automatic renewal membership. So uh, dad and a friend of his, Brian Savage, had the idea to give back to our customers. And I overheard that conversation. I said, all right, let's run with this. (laughs) So I, um, with the help of our friend Brian, uh, integrated a completely new um, online store. And with the fan club, uh, you check out online, and every year it renews uh, your subscription, like it does, like an Netflix account or something like that. Um, but with it, you get exclusive goodies once a year, every year, that we personally package and ship out for you. So this year it was a poster, a couple keychain, uh, key a membership card, and uh, we threw in a couple koozies just to have like a little. A, it was functional because it helped. Uh, we used it as padding for the ends of the boat. were getting damage, but it was also a cool way to give back as well. Oh. But one of the main aspects of it that people took from it was to get um, a Rick Morty. Right, right. And so with it, it was the two-week early buy-in. It wasn't exactly what it was supposed to be for. It was supposed to be for us to give it back. But I understand why people jumped on that. But, you know, why wouldn't you? <laughs> Do you guys see yourself as expanding the fan club at all? Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm already oh, I'm yeah. already in the works for what's going on next year. Not gonna lie, like I already have some stuff on order. <laughs> and we had a fantastic artist that did the the uh, fan club poster and um, the the uh, what Charlie refers to as dress shirts, but everybody else in the world calls them bowling shirts. <laughs> it's got buttons. It's fancy, so. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, if it has but, yeah, it's exactly it's buttons and a collar. It's a fancy shirt. <laughs> but yeah, Bill Root out in California did all the artwork. We have plans for him to do a bunch of other stuff, including hopefully designing new business cards for everybody. Um, but yeah, no. So we we have definitely have lots of plans in the near future coming up. Mm-hmm. Already in the work. So. That's, I mean, that's super exciting. I thought the fan club idea was really, really cool. I mean, I did see the the, the surge with the Rick and Morty release. Um, so, so that's a really big license for you guys. Um, you know, um, I is it something that you guys, when you guys realized it was kind of available, is it something you just snapped up? You realized like, oh my gosh, this would be really cool. Is it something you, when you guys decide to do a theme or a license or a machine, is it something that you guys talk about? As a family? Um, family, yes. Uh, we obviously sit around. Who doesn't sit around with all game ideas? You know what I mean? But <laughs> uh, typically, we actually get together as a company itself. And every every one of our creative directors, that's what you want to call them or whatever, get together and we're like, look, these are legit possibilities. Which ones do we want to do? And then our 
somebody reaches out to the company that manages whatever we're working on, then it's really a lot more complicated than I'm making it sound. <laughs> a lot more complicated. <laughs> but yeah, that's basically just the steps on how we decide licenses. It's seriously just spitballing. Like everyone does it. We just actually get to implement it. You hear a lot about about your dad, uh, about Charlie, um, about you know. I loved Alice Cooper's Nightmare Castle, by the way. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Every t- every time okay. I get a chance to go play it, one of our local co- collectors has one, and then I got to play one in L.A. I love it. I think it's such a, such a fun machine. And I mean, while I'm not, were you at Ace Yogi? Yes, I was at uh, Ace Yogi, <laughs> and I was like, this is amazing. I love it so much. Um, I loved it. I loved it, and it was um. It was just a lot of fun to play. And I, I'm excited to see kind of the next thing that that he creates. I mean, of course, I'm all like Team Scott Denisi because um, the in, I, I talk about this, I swear, every dang show. Um, like TNA is like what, like top five for me of all time favorite games. I love Total Nuclear Annihilation. And of course, it's the intro music to the show. But um, so... Is that something you may be interested, Squirrel? Like, is is I know you're all about the supply chain and Miss Miss Business Lady, but do you have like the artistic I you know want or desire to kind of get into game design? No, that's, <laughs> that's not my thing. <laughs> I am more of a uh, I'm a straight line. I need numbers kind of thing. So that whole creative art mm, uh, <laughs> wouldn't be good. But you, but you know what? Your job is super important. We need the people who, you know, do run the numbers, make sure parts get on in on time and, and do all those sorts of things. That's a very important job. It, it's fun to be creative, but at the same time, if you don't have the tools you need to be creative, not an easy thing to do. Yeah, exactly. And Corwin's got more creative ability and is pinky than I do in my whole everything, so... I'm more than happy to pass the reins over. I hey, being just being a business lady <laughs> is creative. Like it's just not in the. <laughs> you're not going to be making any kind of play field anytime soon, is what I'm gathering. No. So, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> she does wire them sometimes. I do. I actually I work on the production floor as well. So see, that's amazing. So I find that really interesting to to have the the technical technical knowledge because that. I mean, once you get into this hobby, you kind of realize real quickly that you need to learn how to work on your machines. Um, so I think that's really awesome. And, and being able to understand from a business perspective, you know, from concept to actually, okay, now we got to produce it. I mean, that's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Yep. I'm more than happy to let them do their thing. You do what you want. I will do my best to make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I love that so much. So I, I, I'm very proud of you guys. I have not been able to get anything out of you. I thought, you know, maybe, maybe, I'll, I mean, I got my, my very exciting news about who designed the topper, which I love, but, um, <laughs> but sorry, listeners, they, they aren't spilling the beans on the next spooky title, but that's okay. That's okay. We're, we're going to have to have them back on at some point. Um, so as, <laughs> um, as we come kind of like starting to wrap up the show, um, I don't know if you guys are aware, but we have one segment on the show, just the one. And it's called Inside the Pinball Arcade. And it's a moment for our listeners to find out more about you and your pinball mind. Would you guys like to play? Sure. Let's go. Question number one. And we'll start with you, Katie. Uh, what game do you love? Love for me, uh, Monster Bash. <gasps> what, may, what is it that you love about Monster Bash? It's so fun. It's funny. It's fun. I love the corny call-outs. I love hitting the Frank <laughs> 
And I love the Bruno Mali call out Dracula. <laughs> All righty. Same question, Squirrel. What game do you love? I like Creature. What is it that you love about Creature? It, it's a nostalgia thing for me. Um, it was the first new inbox game that dad ever got. So when I got it, I was like probably seven or eight, and everyone would come over and they would play. And nobody realized how good I was. <laughs> okay, I got to uh, insert a few things here. <laughs> when I had the coffee house, I had games set up in the coffee house. The kids would come to work with me when they didn't have school. I literally had to tell my customers, don't let my kids talk to you when playing for money. <laughs> I may have been a hustler. I was going to say baby <laughs> hustler. Oh, yeah. I was, I was real good, too. I'd ask them, I'd, you know, puppy eyes, you want to play? And I would kick the crap out of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Baby hustler. That's your new nickname, baby hustler. So usually on creature. Yeah, exactly. Um, that was my go-to. I knew I could beat him at that one. Oh my gosh, that's h- hustling when you're young. It's like, oh my, I love it. I love that so much. All right, question. <laughs> question number two: What game do you hate, Katie? Um, I'm going to answer for both of us because I think this one applies to both of us for sure. Um, I don't want to say hate, but we are completely creeped out and can't stand to be in the same room with two particular pinball machines. Uh, Funhouse and Rocho, those puppets just are not right. <laughs> that is just creepy as all get out. <laughs> yeah. no, thank you. Nobody's no. mentioned Roadshow. <laughs> Raleigh Palace on episode one, she does not like Funhouse because of the creep factor. I was like, is it the clowns? Oh, yeah. Is it the puppets? But yeah, she was kind it's of like the, the whole puppet. thing. It's the puppet. It's, well, I don't like clowns. And I oh, don't like too. puppets. So a clown puppet? No. <laughs> they, yeah, they've merged both of well, them together. <laughs> exactly. And for me, I don't like them to start with, but then on top of it, we've gone to uh, horror conventions and set up, we used to set up uh, the Rob Zombie sh- game with in Sid Hegg's booth because he had done a bunch of the call-outs. And Bill Mosley, one of the other characters from Rob's movies, has that voice down to a T and would sneak up behind me and start talking in that voice just to see me jump. Oh my God. So I really don't like that. <laughs> There's passion behind that answer. So I, I like it. Like, you know, team Emery, no fun house, no road show. Got it. No. Uh, all right. So we know that we, um, clowns won't be involved in this next question. Um, what is your favorite pinball art? This can be back glass, play field, cabinet. What's your favorite art package for a pinball machine, Katie? Oh, me first. Um, I have to be biased, but Alice Cooper, I'm sorry, but Zordo just did a fantastic job of doing the whole comic book without looking ridiculous spoof that Alice really wanted and what we wanted. So, yeah, that, that, no, that's an amazing art package. Excellent choice. Squirrel. I would say Fathom. <gasps> oh, like- that's my favorite too. <laughs> I, I just love the colors. I love the sparkle. I, I'm very sparkly. I like sparkles. <gasps> Me too. So, I'm. If you throw and white, she loves Greg. Yeah. <laughs> but if you throw blues and purples and sparkles, I'm in. Yeah, I mean it's a beautiful machine. I just recently saw some prints that they um they have still available of some of the artwork off of Fathom, but it's absolutely gorgeous. It's like definitely um 
it's it, it's up there for me. If I could ever get my hands on one that was in, in decent shape, I, I would love to have one. So that I think the art is just absolutely gorgeous. So nice choice. All right. Question number four. What is your favorite pinball sound? This can be a sound package or the sound a particular mech makes. So we'll start with you, Katie. Um, I'm going to be really cliche and say coins hit in the box. Coin box. <laughs> Hey, that is a, a awesome sound. M- making some money, making some kizash. <laughs> so, um, I love the TNA music. I really do. Yes. I when they were playtesting on the floor, I was flopping around, just freaking jamming. I loved it. Like I would literally walk to the beat and like not know it until I was halfway across the floor. I'm like, wow, I look like an idiot right now. But I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, I bought I bought the soundtrack like off of Scott's website um, before I, the podcast and everything. I'm like, I love the music in this so much. So I I we I mean, still have the cassette tapes available if yeah. anybody's interested. What? I I don't have a cassette player, but I kind of want one now. Like I, I want a cassette. Mm-hmm. I have to think about this. I'm gonna, I, I, I I think we can arrange. Yeah, I, I think when I'm gonna have. I'm, we'll talk after the show. So, but, <laughs> but I, I, you know, I can totally, you know, see you bopping around for sure. Cause I was the same way. And then, you know, I haven't heard yet the music that he's done for Rick and Morty. So I'm excited to kind of hear what he's done with that. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's really good. It's another one of those walk around bop type things. Oh, super. <laughs> and Justin himself likes it. So yeah. there you go. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. Question number five. And I think I might know the answer, but I'm going to ask anyway. Uh, what is your favorite festival or event to attend or play in? Well, we don't play in any because we're stuck in the booth. I understand. <laughs> so what's your favorite uh, expo or event to attend in? Probably MGC, just because it's our home show. And she honestly, between school and all that stuff, she hasn't really gone to no. as many you know, that's the only one that I've been to, really. Really, well, Expo in Chicago, but no, I didn't, I've never been. Yes, I've literally, I no, went, I've been once. to the Colorado one, and I've been to MGC. And you were in the Chicago one. Okay. We <laughs> took you and your brother one time. Okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I've been to three shows total. I just, I there's something about shows I just don't like. I'm real people don't touch me kind of thing, so I don't like the crowded. So, so shows may not be your bag. So you know, I no. <laughs> I get real uncomfortable. Yeah. So, Katie, same for you, or do you have a favorite show that you guys like to attend? Um, I think TPF is probably the funnest. Mm. I'll be honest, <laughs> just because they put so much energy into it, and it's it's just it's just fun. Oh yeah, for sure. Are you guys going to be at TPF this year? Yes. Awesome. Charlie and I and Bug and one of the minions, AJ. We're all coming, and Sally are all coming down. So. So, no, I love it. I love it. I'm so excited. Um, no, TPF's uh, uh, an amazing go I got to go to Hardy. <laughs> Excellent choice. Yeah, no, you can't come to Texas and not have some Texas barbecue. It's just a crime. So no, a, a great choices, ladies. All right. Number six, what is your grail pin? This is the pinball machine that's out there in the universe that you would like to own above all other pinball machines. And we'll start with you, Squirrel. Okay, I'm going to be real candid. <laughs> you ready? I do not want any games in my house. Why? No, I don't. I- I'm surrounded <laughs> by them all day long. It is my life. 
I go home and I talk pinball. I'm at work. I talk pinball. I can't escape from it. <laughs> to become, not that I don't like it. I like it, but I just don't want one in my house. <laughs> you know what? That is refreshingly candid. Uh, <laughs> and that may be a, that, that is definitely, I don't have to say maybe that is definitely a first on the show. <laughs> okay. And to be honest, poor squirrel has it worse because not only does she work for us every day and is with us every day, her fiance, so to speak. Oh, well, I mean, you guys are building a house together. Come on. <laughs> is our shop manager. <laughs> so you cannot escape. Yeah, she can't escape at all. No, I literally like I I kid you not, I have I don't have any normal conversations during the day that people have at work. It's all people. (laughs) Not that I don't like it. I don't want to come I don't want to come off as bad, but just to be completely honest, I don't want any. (laughs) Well, if you're if you're working and running a pinball company, you're pretty much around it all day. So I'm not around pinball at work. So like, I'm excited to come home to it. So I can, I can see the, the, the exchange. I can see the point. So the shininess goes away real fast. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, um, uh, I'm going to ask, do you have a grail? Do you have a pinball machine that you've wanted to own? It's not been made. So no. All right. All right. But, I have one that I'd love to have, but it's never. Been We're going to come to that question here in a second. So hold on. That's why I'm not answering. <laughs> anything. All right. Uh, question number seven. Who would you most like to play head to head or who do you enjoy playing pinball with the most? Squirrel. Okay. Head to head. Definitely Jeffrey Stark. I would die. She cries when she gets emails from him. I still cannot fathom that he emails my personal email. And every time I get one, it's like my world explodes. I cannot tell you how big of a fan girl I am. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a little jelly. I mean, I love watching him play when I see him on the dead flip stream and all that. So, um, yeah, no, I would be kind of fangirled out if he emailed me as well. So I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> all right, Katie, for you, is there anybody out there that you would most like to play head to head or who do you enjoy playing pinball with the most? Not head to head, but I do enjoy playing with Charlie just for the sheer fact that I can distract him and then I can win. Yes. Otherwise, I don't stand a chance. <laughs> oh, my. There's something fun. I mean, I, I you know, I've, I've talked about, you know, who I want to play head to head, but I, I really enjoy playing with my spouse. It's even though, like, he beat me and GC my game and I was really upset about it. And then he, like, videoed it. And I was like, why are you being so mean? But, uh. But it's it, there, there's something fun about it. it it's it, it is really a lot of fun. Um, so awesome answers, ladies. All right, final question. What is your dream theme? This is a theme that's never been created, but that you guys would like to create um, yourselves and put out there in the world. And we'll start with you, Squirrel. Jeffrey Star Pinball, for sure. For sure, I think. It'll what be- would that look like to you? Because I'm I'm trying to. Is it? I mean, it's going to look fabulous, of course, but what do you see? Glitter. Yeah, everywhere. I was going to say, I was like, is there going to like a glitter multi ball? Can the like, can it be glittery? Like the actual ball be glittery? Oh, yeah, glow balls. Glow balls <laughs> with glitter yeah. in them. Yeah. Uh-huh. There you go. <laughs> but no, just think of it like lipsticks and flippers. Oh, yeah. 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 See, now you're getting it. And then you have different modes. Like you start one mode and you're, you know, broken in a rock band. And then you sell your lipsticks to a company and then they buy you. And then like the next step is like, oh, I get a couple more lipsticks. Oh, here's my shadow palette. Boom. 
And then the next one, you have to design the eyeshadow palette. You put all the different colors in. Every shot's like a different color. I, you know, it's going to happen. I can see it. I love that. I, I feel that there needs to be more glitter in pinball. That's all I'm saying. Honestly, I think that would be the only game she would ever put her hands into on actually. Just because I get to talk to her. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. I love it. All right, Katie, your uh, dream theme. Nobody's going to ever think associate this with me, but um, Charlie Brown and Peanuts. Oh. I am a huge Snoopy fan. I have been since I was four years old. I have still have a huge display case full of all of my Snoopy stuff from when I was a kid and everything I've collected since then. And yeah, I love. No one has ever mentioned the Peanuts gang. I love Peanuts and I love Snoopy. I, I love all the the specials. I was born on Snoopy's birthday, technically. So <gasps> yes, I no. yeah. So that it's like one of those like what happened on the day you were born and the first cartoon of Snoopy came out on my birthday. So I've always gotten Snoopy stuff, um, you know, as I was yeah. a kid. And then my nephew's super into it now. So I, I, that's a great one. I had never thought about peanuts as a pinball machine, but I really like that. You, each of the, the, the kids could be a different mode and, oh my God, that would be super fun. Yeah. Oh, and of course you've got to have, you know, Schroeder's music in the background. Of course. <laughs> I know. I didn't do the whole thing. <laughs> oh my gosh, ladies. I have had so much fun. Um, thank you guys. I, I had invited Squirrel and I got uh, KT as well. Thank you so much for guys coming on the show today. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having us. We're happy to be here. Yeah. For folks who want to find out more about Spooky and all the things that you guys are up to, where can they reach out to you guys at? Oh, well, you can always email us. Our emails are blasted everywhere. Uh, KT at SpookyPinball.com or Squirrel at SpookyPinball.com. You can visit our website, uh, SpookyPinball.com, and you can visit our online store, self-plug, uh, shop.SpookyPinball.com to get merch and all other goodies that you need. Oh, we're on Instagram, too. Uh, Spooky Pinball Official. That's Corwin's thing. He runs that. Uh, and Twitter, Twitter too. too. Yeah. And then Facebook. But your dad's kind of in charge of that. Yeah, dad so. does Facebook. Corwin doesn't. No, uh, we'll put all the links in the show notes, guys, to, to reach out. Um, again, I am so excited about everything you guys are doing over at Spooky. Um, I just... I, I'm, I'm a huge fan. I'm a fangirl. You, uh, the way you fangirl about Jeffree Star, I'm a fangirl for Spooky. So I think you guys are <laughs> super amazing. And That's so weird to like think about. I just don't. I know. I mean, you're like, <laughs> we're just making pinball. We're just hanging out. But you guys are so cool. And I love all that you do. And um, just everything that comes out of you guys, it's just, it just seems so whimsical and fun and and charming. And just, I love it. So I, I can't wait to see what you guys are going to come up with next. It, it, if you guys want to share, you know, feel free to come back on the show. The door is always open to y'all and to Charlie. Thank you uh, for uh, having the, the guest spot here on the show. Um, but again, <laughs> ladies, thank you so much for being on the show. Really, really appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for everything that you're doing. Aw, thanks. Community Thank you. And I will see you in TPF. In a yes, we're gonna we're gonna meet up. We're gonna have so much fun at TPF for sure, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody listening. Thank you so much for checking out the show today. If you have any comments on the show, 
um, you can email me at backboxpinballpodcast at gmail.com. If you really love the show, we got Patreon. You can click on the Patreon link on the website and support us. And we've got pins and stickers for y'all. It's very exciting. Um, but lots of cool stuff coming your way. Uh, lots of great interviews next week. I believe we have Deborah Tallman from Ohio coming on the show and we'll be chatting with her next week. Again, guys, thank you so much for your support and keep flipping. Thanks for listening to the Backbox Pinball Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. To get pinball fun delivered to you every week, subscribe to our podcast on your podcatcher of choice. Also, we'd love for you to post a review on Apple Podcasts. To look at show notes and more, visit our website at backboxpinballpodcast.fireside.fm. Again, that's backboxpinballpodcast.fireside.fm. Thanks for taking us with you, and keep flipping! Keep flipping!